It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Monday, everybody. And by happy Monday, I mean happy Monday. When a certain team wins on Sunday, we celebrate on Monday. Just like when a certain team wins on Saturday, we celebrate on Monday. When a certain NFL team wins on Sunday, we celebrate. Hit me. I knew you'd like that. My heart. I'm going to have you add the, the next part of that song. Okay. I'll during do that. the break, because the drum line is everything. Perfect. The drum line is everything. I'll, even, I'll go do it right now. Yeah, the drum line's everything. Ah, we bring joy. You guys know the deal. 402-464-5685. This Monday talk, this conversation, needs to happen. You can call in, Honda Lincoln Hotline as well. But text in. Hit me with a what's up, DP. I had some questions for you, so I will ask them early. I want your opinion. I need to take the temperature of the room. So we shall. My question to you is simple. What's the bigger game this week? What is the bigger game this week? Huskers football versus Wisconsin or Husker basketball versus Creighton. Which is the bigger game? Hit me on the text line. Let me know where my attention should should go, what my focus should be. Normally, that's a layup in the sense that it's usually football. I'm not saying it's not football. I'm just asking if it, in fact, still is football this week. Is that the biggest game of the week? On the men's side, that's simple, right? Right? But on the other side, let's be clear. Friday night at Devaney Center, women's volleyball versus Penn State. What's the biggest game of the week? Yeah. Yeah. Which one? That volleyball that volleyball matchup, that's a battle of superpowers. The biggest basketball game of the year is Nebraska Creighton. 
But after all of the news and transition in football, Wisconsin is a big game for many reasons because identities will be disclosed. You will now know who people are. We said today, uh, Austin Allen said, this is a culture game. It will speak volumes about the culture, about the cultures. Right? So now you'll get to see what happens. And I, and, and I am open. I'm open to your idea. And then I was a part of a panel uh, this morning, and I was asked this question, so I now ask you this question. Who is the biggest star in the Nebraska Athletic Department? Who is the biggest star in the Nebraska Athletic Department? Let's get back. Let's get straight to the text line. Harold says, what's up, DP? What's up, Harold? Um, it's Beat Badgers Week. Hey, man, have a great show. Thank you. Yeah, it is Beat Badgers Week. Um, one text. Let's see here. I, I think this is where this is. Nebraska ball fan says, what's up, DP? Creighton, Nebraska is the bigger game for both basketball teams. It's a big rivalry and bigger test for each team. All of that is true. True, true, true. Yeah, from the text line. What's up, DP? I say Creighton. That's just it. What's up, DP? Have to go with which victory would be bigger, and it would be football. And that's at uh, any Fred. No, I got you. I got you. I got you. And I'll I'll re-explain the whole what's up, DP thing, just for people who may have missed it when, when, when I started with that. This is a conversation. Like, we're family and friends. So... You know, if you see me on the street, you'd say, what's up, DP? Or at least I certainly hope so. And many of you have, and God bless your hearts for it, because uh, usually I'll get in my own space and you will—you guys will offer me a fist bump and hit me with a what's up, DP, and it means the day. It makes my day. It makes my day. So don't be shy about it. Go ahead and do it. So that's not an ego thing. That's a that's a that's a a, a comfort thing. I want you guys. To, I mean, we will have conversations about that, and that's why I say, "What's up, DP?" Don't you know? We don't want to yell from the rafters, right? You don't want to just scream at people. Some of you may want to just scream at me, but that's okay. I I, I acknowledge people who say my name. That's simple. Um, there's that. Uh, Eric says, "What's up, DP? What's up, Eric?" Um, he says, "Right now, Bryce McGowan is the biggest star." and for what, McG- for what McGowan's has done in two games, he's in rare space. He is in deep water with some superstars. Those 54 points, second all-time, I believe. Uh, that 29 points, second all-time. Right, 29 points. Only Tyron Liu had 30, had more points than he did in the game as a freshman. Yeah. All right. Eric, you're right. Friday night, it, it might have been Eduardo Andre after the dunk. <laughs> you are absolutely right. <laughs> Brian T says, "What's up, TP? What's up, big man? Um, I'm not. I'm just gonna call it Conquer the World Week. It would be. It would be really amazing. Like it was pretty cool to watch Huskers basketball get it together. Friday, the women got it together, went on their run, did their thing. And quite frankly, just a reminder, if you're not paying attention to the Lady Huskers, you might want to start. You might want to start. 
I mean, they're averaging a 50, I believe 57 is the average in the, in the, in the margin. And it's high-quality basketball. I mean, I had some numbers going into yesterday that I posted on, on Twitter. Um, but, yeah, they were shooting the lights out. Uh, they struggled yesterday in a struggle where you you score more than eighty points. <laughs> you score you score you score eighty points and you're struggling. That's that's not a bad way to do it. But for the men, both you know, it was cool to watch the women get it done. Watch volleyball get it done. Men's basketball got it done. Uh, bowling had a great weekend. Like so, there was a lot of good stuff going on in the weekend. And quite frankly, Lincoln was a, a little bit of a happier place when the, when the athletic teams do well. And, yeah, look, I said it before the season. I thought this was going to be a season where there were different heroes each night for men's basketball. There will be a different hero each night. A different person will step up and do the things that are required for them to win, and a different person is going to shine. The same can be said for the women, although i got to tell you, Izzy Bourne yesterday was a machine. She was a factory. She was a points factory. It was amazing to watch her within the paint. Uh, catch and catch and finish, catch and finish, um, high assist rate uh, on entry passes. They did a really good job of it. It didn't require uh, much, for, you know, point wise um, from from Jazz Shelley. But I mean, she she's in double digits for the last two nights for for rebounds from the point guard position. From the point guard position, like she attacked and got it done. And it's not like you know Bella Cravens and and and. Uh, Annika Stewart didn't get it done. They did. Plus, they're getting work from uh, you know, Kendrick Holy. So it's all, it's it's this is a group that shoots it at a high clip, and they've got five or six young ladies who can shoot it at a high clip. I don't think it will be long before Izzy Bourne and Jazz Shelley are in the conversation room for most popular athletes. Um, Ben says Amart is the biggest star, and it's not even close. Best game is Husker Volleyball. Uh, yeah. Amart's uh, – see, that's the thing. But but who – like, who's the best? Because the the one that we can say is definitely going to play the longest on a high level at the next level, is that Adrian Martinez? You're gonna have you're gonna have volleyball players that play on the on the Olympic team and world championship teams. Right? Right? Bowling, you're gonna have some national champions. So I'll ask again, who's who is the biggest star in the athletic department? Both of us, we got you, bro. What's up, man? Uh he said he says the basketball game is is it? Yeah, I, I, I think that's <sighs> Most basketball coaches will tell you that the hardest thing for them to really uh, gain growth and elevation in is, is rebounding. In the past here at Nebraska, it's been free throw shooting. But I would say that uh, within this program for the last three years, rebounding has been an issue. Free, round, free throw has been an issue, but they're up over 70, 70 some percent. I still think it needs to be closer to 80. Now, the women's basketball team shoots the lights out, uh, you know, other than Izzy Bourne. <laughs> other than Izzy Bourne. Izzy Bourne, I believe, was at 1.1 for 8 from the free throw line for the season. But she's so effective with the basket, yeah. Like, that's a real thing. That's, that's how that plays out. So, 
let's see what it says. Yeah, I mean, I think through some of this, you can. There are other people who will be a part of the discussion, but to me, what's happening in the hay market around certain teams, that's a pretty good crowd that showed up on, on, on Sunday, on a Sunday afternoon to see the women play. And it should be a better crowd. It should be a better crowd because the way, the style that they play is very fan-friendly. The ball moves. Uh, very little static, high assist-to-bucket ratio, right? They do a pretty good job of that. They defend at a high level. Again, they took an Alabama A&M team and held them to 30, around 30 points, which is, you know, that's a good night's work. You know, and even on the nights where they scored 100-plus, they still held folks under 60, which, look, just for pace alone, that's pretty impressive to put up that many shots and get that many buckets and still not have people run out and get extra buckets against you. No, they do a really good job, and they're they're battling on the boards. They, they will start to get tested next week or this week with Creighton, Wednesday. They'll, they'll start to get tested. My first introduction to the women were a few years ago when they started off undefeated, and the first loss that they took was against Creighton and a brawl on a Sunday afternoon. It was a – man, that was a really good basketball game. But Creighton won it late. Um, But Creighton's the first statement game for both the men and the women's programs. It's a, it's a measuring stick. It's a measuring stick. And quite frankly, it's not like Creighton is, is waltzing in the door playing at a very high level. Yeah, they're 2-0. and but they were down in game one. They were down big in game one, double dips. And then caught fire late this late late in the second half and, and, and got the win. And then the other night, I mean, look, this Creighton team isn't shooting the ball well. Neither is Nebraska. That's a statement of truth. From three, neither one is. Creighton is shooting 18% from, from three-point land. 18%. Nebraska can chuckle and laugh until they say that they're they're shooting twenty one percent from three. Now Nebraska is better at the free throw line, which which will you know certainly help. But Creighton's better on the boards, and if you're better on the boards, then you know shooting percentages will match. Huskers volleyball found a late rhythm, tough start, great late rhythm. To get back on a win streak, it's what Coach Boudreaux from Major League, you know, you win one, uh, it's great. You win two, it's a streak. That's called a winning streak, and it's good. It, the, the timing is there, and now you stare Penn State directly in the face for an opportunity to say that we we figured it all out. We have the answers, or we still have things to work on. And that's why this is such a big week. It's a big week in listening to it. It was interesting to have sort of a different group of play, football players speak out today, a little different, a little different. Marquis Stepp was very interesting to me. Xavier Morrison into the transfer portal. Marquis Stepp. You know, got to speak today and it was very matter of fact of, you know, in his confidence in himself. 
but a new coaching uh, leader in the running back room and in the quarterback room and in the receivers room and in the line room. And they look, they're going to have to go to Camp Randall and have a plan walking in the door because we know what Wisconsin does. Wisconsin tells Matter of fact, they boast about it. You're going to have to beat us. We're not. But there are ways to attack Wisconsin. Just as there is with every other defense in the Big Ten Conference. The question will be, will this offense be disciplined enough to attack those things on a regular and consistent basis? They are stout up front and they are behind them. But here's the thing. The best way to attack athletic players is to go straight at them and turn it into a brawl. Get in there and mix it up with them. Now, that requires that you get some wins. That you get some wins within those bigs up front. It, it can't be a grasp and whale sort of effort up front defensively. Can't I mean, offensively. You can't do it. But this thing attacks, right? There, there are plans and ways to attack Wisconsin. And the teams that have had success against them did these things in high volume and then stuck with it. And it's the second part that will tell you. Stick with it. Like the things that you think you can do well and you've schemed and you've seen flaws in Wisconsin defense, well, stick with it. Stick with it. Paul Chris, uh, Wisconsin's head coach, said today that he, you know, it's he, again, it's the same, it's the same quote book, right? Every coach that's playing Nebraska, this is a really talented team. Adrian Martinez can hurt you with both his arm and his feet. This offense is explosive. They're better than their record. All those things are, are constantly said. Now, some of that is coach speak. Some of that is, you know what? I'm not trying to give Nebraska anything for the bulletin board because there's no need to. There's no need to. But that's from the mouths of, of, of the Badgers themselves. And the head Badger has said, you know, quite frankly, we're, we're worried. Adrian Martinez has had success against us. So through all of the stuff that's in play, you understand what happens. Nebraska, look, offensively with Adrian, and once again with the running game, the downhill running game, there has to be some sort of traditional run game to keep Wisconsin's linebackers in place. Defensively, look, Wisconsin shoots its linebackers into space, and you can throw behind them if you're patient enough, if you're just patient enough. And being enough to take six-yard plays, that's what they're going to give you. Their issue is that you're not going to be patient and continue to take them. Northwestern did it until they got down in the red zone. Then they got funky, and it cost them. It cost them. But the teams that beat Wisconsin did so by utilizing downhill running game, quarterback with good feet, and tight ends behind the linebackers. Simple business. Simple business. Wisconsin offensively, has, they, they've got their issues as well. They've got their issues. They, they've done a lot of the whole, you know, we're going to false start and put ourselves behind the chains. We're going to grab. Um, I have spoken about Big Ten offensive linemen who, as, as a group, as teams, they, they're grabby. This Wisconsin team is not only grabby, they may be the grabbiest of all Big Ten offensive lines, 
And by by that I mean beyond the hey, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get my hands on your breastplate and I'm gonna move you. I'm talking about locking that thing up up to the point where they get their fingers tangled. And this group's a, a little bit ornery. If you allow them to get their hands on you, they are going to pancake you. This team loves they love pancakes. They called us offensive line IHOP. They love it. They like they just to go through and you watch them on film and they get excited. It gives momentum. You know, flatten dudes up and then and then they just stand there and look at you like, wow, that looked like that hurt. And then they'll come right back at you. But they grab. And you, I'm just telling you as a fan, you're going to watch this game and go, where are all the holding penalties? If Wisconsin goes through the first quarter offensively and does not get a holding call, it's going to be an ugly long day for the Huskers defense because – they're going to be allowed to, to grab and hold. They're going to grab and hold. The question is whether they're going to be allowed to grab and hold. Because they will. Nebraska's linebackers, look, the, 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 they're going to have to be patient and calm and look for work, wait for work rather than look for work. Wisconsin likes to flood. They'll flood the linebackers. They'll send the running back behind the tight end, make you make a decision on who you're going to cover. Uh, they sit down in space. You know, Merch throws them, throws them open. He throws them to green, and they make they make basic plays. Don't have much fear of them getting vertical on me, but they're going to nickel and dime you to pieces. They use their tight ends and running backs at, at a high level in the passing games. But, man. Do they hold? Do they, man, it's a master's class. It is a ma- go get on film and watch that. Woo, woo, mercy. <laughs> I watched them against Northwestern. Northwestern, the guys were looking at the tight end. Guys laying on the ground, just going like, okay, seriously, you're not going to help me out. You're just, you're just going to let this dude grab me and throw me to the ground. And if the official was like, eh, <laughs> fight back, fight harder, fight harder. And so that'll that'll be the day. Nebraska, if you let them get hands on you, it ain't going to be pretty. But if you manage to do your work and get your work in before uh, before they get locked up, you got a you got a shot. Linebackers and tight ends will be the battle. It look, Wisconsin's running the ball; they're running the ball very well. I believe six straight games of 100 yards plus from from the starting tailback. You know, imagine that thing, right? Imagine that thing. Imagine the glory of having, you know, that thing. Remember that? <laughs> Lemon says, what up, DP? What up, Lemon? Uh, we know our defense is probably going to hold Wisconsin under 25 points, just a matter of whether we can score that many ourselves. Um, this would be a good weekend for Nebraska to put up points. Um, not in that because it's Wisconsin specifically, but specifically because Wisconsin's defense is 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 open to – Deep slots, open green in space, um, and then they they try to fool you. But I'm not sure because they want to fool you whether they're running whether they're in man man scheme combo scheme zone zone scheme. They run a lot of combo stuff based on personnel that Nebraska puts on the field. But <laughs> but most teams in the Big Ten don't have a six foot nine and a six foot six tight end who can get in that space. And quite frankly, Wisconsin likes to put their version of Jojo Doman in the slot to cover up some of the defense. 
But that means that Nebraska moves folks around. If Toure gets a matchup on 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 the third best cover guy on this in the secondary, you got a shot. You got a shot to get some plays. Wisconsin is on a win streak against Nebraska. That's also another thing. Scott Frost and his teams have not beaten Paul Chris and his teams. That's real. And this is a weekend transition. I want to get into the transitions that are going to be required when you have, on a short week, you have, and it's a short week when you get new coaches. Not because you had a bye week. <laughs> Whatever week you play and you got new coaches, it's a short week. Because <laughs> the verbiage has to be on point. People that are not going to be in position, people who have been in the booth, may now be on the sideline. People who have been on the sideline may now be in the booth. Different voices in the hedge. Uh Play calling preferences and scheme preferences will be different this week, especially in the offensive side of the ball. And for the life of me, I really, really wanted to ask who was what the play calling was going to be based on and who was doing it. We spent this week changing passengers in the car, but the car still has the same driver. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we travel how we travel. <laughs> That'd be true. Uh, we'll throw the break. We'll come back more one on one with DP on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to one on one with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.